Welcome back, fourth and very long podcast, back once again. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving weekend. There were a few teams in the NFL that did not have a great Thanksgiving weekend. Looking at you, Rams and Cowboys, but we're here to break down all of that, plus a big one coming up this week up north. That's the Patriots and the Bills. More day late this week, but we're here now and ready to talk some football. Connor was supposed to be back, but he is MIA. Don't know where he is. You are listening to Fourth and Very Long, and we'll see if Connor joins us later. All right, let's get things rolling here. Another week of Fourth and Very Long. Bryce, what was what was the best thing to happen this weekend? Well, there was a lot of great things from back in the NFL last week. But I have to say the best of the week had to be Leonard. Shout out, Gronk. Four tutties, four net. I mean, the dude had himself a day. And in a game where people thought that Jonathan Taylor would be the star, four net went and stole the show. I mean, he had 131 total yards, three rushing touchdowns, and one receiving touchdown. Can't ask for a much better performance than that. And I mean, come on, who expects this man to go off like this? I mean, and ultimately his last drive allowed the Bucks to find to go and win that game. All right. Well, Bryce was cutting out a little bit there, but I think we all I think we all got the message that uh, Leonard Fournette was our best of the week. Certainly did win that matchup between he and Jonathan Taylor. A whole lot of action this weekend. One of the big ones. A lot of people are looking forward to. Certainly looking forward to breaking it down a little bit and hearing you guys' opinions. Is the Cowboys and the Raiders. Cowboys have now lost three of their last four. Are they in danger of not winning the division? The sneaky Washington football team is slowly but surely catching up to them. They're not in danger, guys. Come on. Let's 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 look at that division. We got, we got the Washington football team. That's who they're fighting against? Come on. Heineke is not good. I'm sorry to admit it. He's he's fun to watch. He's fun to watch, but he's not very good. But I I wanna I wanna st- take a step back and talk about Bryce's best. We we just talked about Leonard Fournette, four TDs, 130 yards. But then we go on our fourth and very long underscore podcast uh, underscore pod on Instagram. We give Joe Mixon the offensive player of the week. What are we doing? Like I I'm just gonna say this. I had no say in that. I know that's all you, Graham. You can talk about that for me real quick. Look look. As he was saying it, in my head, I was like, crap, I totally forgot about Leonard Fournette. Recency bias got me, although it's really not recency bias because they both played on Sunday. I don't know what happened. I I was late on the player of the week. I don't know how I forgot about Leonard Fournette. I I guess he was hiding from me in the stat sheet because, you know, he was Mr. All-Purpose with the rushing and the receiving yards. He had it broken up. I might have to take down that post and redo it. I totally blew it on that one. I mean, Man, Joe Mixon had himself a pretty good game. Joe Mixon well. had a good game. And, I mean, honestly, watching him totally, like, disrespect the Pittsburgh Steelers as a running back for the Cincinnati Bengals, that, that honestly, I think that helps his case for being our player of the week. Because <laughs> it's, it's fun to pick on the Steelers. And, I mean, like, the whole team just disrespecting one of the best franchises in football. I, you love to see it. So uh, it's been a busy week. Lots been going on. Started a new job. I, I blew it, guys. I apologize. 
if you really want, I can redo the post. You know, it's too late. It's too late. The yeah. people know. It's too people late. Know. Yeah, people know. Well, regardless, regardless of that, back back to the uh, the NFC East. So, Cowboys start out strong. They're all, they they racked up a six game win streak before losing three of the last four. The streak that they're on now. That includes getting blown out by the Broncos. In between, they blew out the Falcons. Um, and then and then a low-scoring loss. They only scored nine against the Chiefs. And then this week against the Raiders, where they lost 36-33. In, in those last three losses, they have only forced two total turnovers. Trayvon Diggs only has one interception over that span. After obviously starting out, what was it? His first seven games with a turnover every game. So, I mean, I, I think it's this Cowboys defense that is to blame. And if Nez doesn't think that Washington can sneak up on them, all right, well, what about the Eagles? They, they're in the mix too. I mean, the Cowboys are in a backspin. I do, I do like the Eagles, but um, I will say this if Dallas loses this game to the Saints, they might be in danger because the Saints are in desperate need right now. They don't have Kamara. They don't. They don't have like a lot of their team. But they Dallas does have a, a Amara Cooper back. They do have C.D. Lamb back. So they should they should win this game. Um, to add on to that, I, I do like the Eagles. I think they've been playing pretty well recently, but I think it's just too far. It's too late. It's similar to the Vikings. Honestly, I, I'm bringing that back up. The Vikings, they've they are really good it is right too now. Late for the Vikings, <laughs> they are really good right now. But with a rough start, it's kind of hard to come back. But they're not playing any better than they did in the rough start. They had a rough start because they were losing close games, and then what they do this weekend? They lost a close game. Like it's they haven't. There's been no growth. I don't empty I, stats. Justin Jefferson is balling out, man, and they NFC, don't have Dalvin Cook anymore though. So. NFC Player of the Month. Yeah, but they have they have Madison. It's basically the same thing. Bryce, I cut you off. What are you gonna say? Yeah, I mean, I mean, the good thing for the Cowboys is at least their offense is playing pretty decently. I mean, Dak had a really good game, even without Amari Cooper and Ceedee Lamb out for concussion protocol. So, I mean, gotta give them props for that. I mean, Tony Pollard and then Zeke is going off as well. But the defense definitely, it's an eyesore. I mean. They set a franchise record for penalties, and a lot of that was from their corners. I mean, it was, it was a bad game. It's a game that was so bad, I wanted it to be over, but I just couldn't look away. Hmm. But, I mean, they did end up losing, which was very rough for them. Honestly, this this might be not, – it's not a hot take, but Trayvon Diggs, honestly, pretty overrated, I'd say. He started off so hot, and now he just is so average. Like, I think he's gotten, what, one pick since week seven? Like – He's, 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 I mean, he's not bad, but he's not good. Like the amount of yards he gives up is kind of absurd. Bryce and I have been on this he one. He jumps the gun a lot of his past. Bryce and I have been on this one all year. Yes, he absolutely does. And I've been saying for weeks, the Cowboys cannot win. Their defense is not good if they're not forcing turnovers. It's like a smoke screen. It's like, oh, look at Trayvon Diggs. He's getting all these picks. Trayvon Diggs starts getting, stops getting picks. The Cowboys stop winning games. The defense is still bad. It might be worse than it was a year ago. I like Michael Parsons. Leighton Van Der Esch is good sometimes, I guess. But overall, bad defense. It's not like – that would make me so mad. Everybody – oh, their defense is so good. They give up a ton of yards. They give up a ton of points. 
They've given up 28 a game in their last three losses. Empty, yeah. empty stats. It's empty stats. Honestly, like I can name, I, I'd say honestly half half the league has just as good as defense as the Cowboys. Like we should be talking about, you know, the Bills, the Bills defense, the Patriots defense. Like the Patriots defense has been ball. The Packers defense. Packers defense. Surprisingly. Cardinals defense. True. Yeah. It, it should be the Rams defense. We don't know what's going on there. We'll get to that a little later, though. But Uh-oh. looking at looking at the other side of this equation, I know Nez is excited about that conversation. But with the Raiders win and the Broncos victory over the Chargers this weekend, every team in the AFC West now has a winning record. Only one game separating first from fourth. That division appears to be pretty wide open. Is it the most wide open and most entertaining to watch in the NFL right now? I mean, I like to watch it. The Chiefs, the Chargers, Raiders, Broncos. That is a close division, but – or conference, I guess. Uh, but I think the Chiefs are going to pull ahead here. I just can't see them losing this. But to be fair, the Chargers, the Raiders, and the Broncos are somehow winning games every week, even though they're not supposed to be winning these games. Like, I, I would not put money on any of those teams, but they'll end up getting a W somehow. But – the Chiefs, the Chiefs have been balling out. Their defense is finally clicking, and I can't see them losing many more games, maybe one or two at most, but uh, I can't see them losing any more. I mean, the honestly. Chiefs have been the most consistent as of late, that's for sure. I mean, they've won – I don't know how many games in a row, but they've won quite yeah, a few. Four I mean, in a row. Yeah, four in a row right now for them. So, the, I mean, they've been doing what we said they're going to do, regression to the mean, right? But, yeah, <laughs> but yeah uh, the Raiders, I mean, they picked up a huge win over the Cowboys, so they got momentum. The Chargers are pretty inconsistent, but they've been getting some big wins as of late. And the Broncos playing better than everybody else thought they would. So, I mean, the division is very exciting to watch. Probably the most exciting in football to watch right now. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like I feel like the Bengals and the Chargers are in really similar positions with, like, young rosters, young quarterbacks, defenses not too great. You know, I, I feel like – they're in similar spots as franchises and they're in similar spots as far as the playoff goes, but staying in the AFC West, uh, Nuz, I got to agree with you. It's absolutely, like it has to be the chiefs. They have the longest win streak. They lead the division in yards per game. They lead the division in points per game. They're second in points allowed per game. First and fourth turnovers. Like you can go on and on. It's gotta be the chiefs. Like it's close now. I know I wrote the question. Like, is it, is it going to be like, is it fun to watch? Like, Absolutely. Chiefs Broncos on Sunday night football should be super entertaining. Chiefs offense versus the Broncos defense. But Chiefs have, I mean, they're the best team. Like Connor isn't here. We still don't know where Connor is. But <laughs> if he were, I, I think even he would have to admit, like at this point, like it's time for the Chiefs to distance themselves. Yeah. Honestly, this is kind of a, a stat yeah. that I I wouldn't really think about is the chiefs have just as many points allowed as the cowboys and everyone's hyping up the cowboys defense i know connor would see the stat and be like ah no but you know it's it's legit the chiefs defense is playing better they had a really rough start don't get me wrong they had a rough start but now they're getting they they kept the kept dallas to like what like not not many points nine nine points they have a great offense so, I don't know. They're, they're looking good. They're looking really good. 
Yeah, well, so staying out west, uh, going to our other big matchup of the weekend, it was the one everybody was anticipating. I'm sure Nez was sitting in his armchair, ready to watch, excited to watch. Packers get the win over the Rams, 36-28, although the game was not quite as close as that score shows. Third straight loss for the Rams. Packers bounce back from the Kirk Cousins-led Vikings loss. Well, I mean, who... What's going on with the Rams? Nez, obviously, like, I want to hear your perspective on this, but from the non-fan, it appears that a lot of the blame recently has to be put on Matt Stafford. What do you think about that? Honestly, I, I'd have to agree. Like, it's, it's not that he plays bad. Like, he's, he's obviously a good quarterback, but he puts us in a hole early, and I think that's the problem is, like – we start the game off with like a pick and then he finds his rhythm and then he throws three touchdowns, but then that pick the first pick of the game led him to score first. And then it's just, it's just like a, it's like a downward spiral. Then we like pick it up second half and it's too late by then. Like we, we outscored green Bay 11 to zero in the fourth quarter, but it's, it's too late when they're up so much, they're up 36 to 17. It's like, you're not coming back from that, but um uh, they're not targeting Cooper Cup as much, and honestly, Odell played pretty well. But I, I think they need to start giving the ball more to Darrell Henderson personally because starting the game off with some long bombs from Matt Stafford can be kind of you know scary at times. But I don't know; uh, it's kind of sad watching them. But I, I'm pretty confident in their win this week against the Jags. I, I mean, I I can I can put some money on that. I bet. I mean, I hope. I hope. Probably wouldn't. Might be a little risky. They're not that bad. Come on. No, I mean, they're not bad. It's just, it's like, well, I mean, the Jags beat the Bills. I mean, you just, you don't know. Jets beat the Titans. Yeah, it's fair. Panthers beat the Cardinals. And then we said they were going to beat the Falcons. And then I don't know why we, why I thought that at least. That was, the Jaguars are bad. I mean, well, yeah, they are. No, I mean, they shouldn't. But lots of upsets. I mean, I guess maybe that's why Connor's not been showing up. He's afraid. He just he couldn't. Afraid what we're gonna say about the Chiefs? He couldn't bear to get stuff wrong. The Chiefs are winning. It's not good for him. But yeah, I mean, and with Stafford, I mean, yeah, I like what you said about him getting them in a hole early. Like he absolutely does. And I like the Daryl Henderson, like go to him more too, especially early because, I mean, that's that's probably gonna limit your turnovers. I mean, nobody's immune to fumbles, but. It, it's probably a little safer than, you know, airing it out a couple times at least. You know, maybe let Stafford kind of get used to the game, give him some short completions. I know that sounds ridiculous for a veteran, but he's going through a rough patch. I think you, if you want to stay as a contender, maybe you need to, you know, treat your veteran like a rookie for a, for a week or two, especially in a game against the yeah. Jags. Play it safe. Honestly, like – with us having Van Jefferson, Odell, Cooper Cup, like Cooper Cup's like our, like, I guess our short game type guy now, and he never get he never gets to you know use the field as much as he used to with two guys like Van Jefferson and Odell, you know, going deep almost every pass it seems like. But uh, I I don't know with Brandon not Brandon Cook sorry uh, Robert Woods was like I feel like that was so, it was so perfect so perfect for our offense and I don't know I'm not saying Odell is messing it up but like it's a little bit of a it's like a whole different system I feel like 
and it, it's kind of it's kind of weird von miller is like not playing half the snaps like i don't know what's going on i have no clue i haven't done much research on it yet but like what is going on with von miller i don't know i mean there's a lot of questions about that defense in general i didn't get to watch the game because i was working but i saw a lot of highlights where jalen ramsey was getting cooked like play after play and the defense itself was just getting burned by aaron Rodgers, and it seems like that's happened like in the past couple of games where they just allowed a lot of big plays. So the offense is in trouble for the Rams, but the defense is also not playing up to their standards as well. Yeah. I'd have to agree. Honestly, the Rams, like we have so many big names and we didn't even have Jalen on Devontae Adams. I don't know why, but I'm, I'm not a NFL coach. So, I mean, it probably doesn't matter what I say, but for them, like for the most part, like, put your best defender on your on the best offensive guy like that's a, probably like a top three receiver in the league you got to put Jalen Ramsey on him and have him maybe even double team him but yeah I mean I agree especially considering well I mean we talked about it earlier in the year on a, you know, a couple episodes ago how how much the Packers rely on Devonta Adams you know if you can eliminate him you almost eliminate the passing game you know so it is an odd choice. And I mean, with what you said on the offensive side, like I, we, you know, we can't act like players are robots, you know, chemistry is a real thing. So, I mean, you, you touched on Robert Woods. I mean, I'm sure like, obviously he's a really talented player and he, he brings you that aspect, but it's also a guy that's been a part of their system and, you know, been part of that receiving core for the last, what, three, four or five years. So to just pull him away and then even pulling away um, Deshaun Jackson. I mean, you're pulling away guys that Matt Stafford came in with and was getting used to playing with. And then you're seeing a lot more snaps from Van Jefferson who wasn't getting as many snaps early. Now, obviously you have Odell who you're relying on to be your, you know, second best receiver. He's only in his third week with the team. So chemistry definitely playing a part on the offense. If you ask me. Yeah, I I have to agree. Like, it's it's just frustrating to watch because there's so much talent on that team, and I I'd say it's probably the most like, one of the most talented teams in the NFL by far, um, on both sides of the ball. But they're just not clicking. It it's sad to watch because everyone know knows how good they could be if it all clicked. But you know, time time is what they need and time is not what they have is sad. This is a sad part. Like they don't, they're not going to have Von Miller for very long. I don't think their Odell is going to be gone next year. Uh, I don't know how long Cooper cup's contract is, but I'm sure it's running out soon, but you know, it's, it's just frustrating, but it's all right. I guess. <laughs> the first round picks either. Oh, wow. They've given away all their picks. They're in a hole. I mean, they have to win now. We've been joking. I don't think about, they have, like, oh, they have to win now. I mean, yeah, that sounds right. I mean, that's that's what they've been giving up is picks. I mean, they didn't get anything for Deshaun Jackson. He just walked. Obviously, Robert Woods just got hurt. And, I mean, yeah, all they've given up is picks. So, building to win now, but not winning now. All they've done is lose. So, three in a row. A team that is on the winning track, though, the Packers. Update on the MVP race. Uh, guess what? Aaron Rodgers – Sneaking up on some of your favorite MVP candidates. I know Nez doesn't think so. Stats. I know you're a stats guy, Nez. I'm going to throw some stats at you here. He is third in total QBR, sixth in touchdowns, 
second in touchdown to interception ratio. His team's eight and three. Back-to-back games over 300 yards. I don't know. What do you think, Nez? You know, you know how I feel about this. We talk about this all the time. I I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers shouldn't be in the conversation at all, but I I honestly don't think a quarterback should win it this year. The best quarterback this year has been Tom Brady, and he hasn't even been playing fantastic. Like he's been playing really good. Don't get me wrong. Tom Brady's been playing great, but I'm staying with my pick. Jonathan Taylor needs to win MVP. He is carrying that team. Most valuable player. That's what it stands for. It's not, oh, he can throw for a lot of yards. No, it is most valuable player. And that is just, that is uh, Jonathan Taylor. Sorry. I like what you did there. Carries. He gets a lot of carries now. He does. It's true. Bryce, what you grinning over there about? <laughs> just laughing about what you guys said um compared to like the rest of the league there hasn't been a lot of standouts this year for the mvp race it's been a weird year i mean we say it all the time i mean tom brady's definitely the qb that stands out the most but after that for qbs there's i mean josh allen's been struggling dax had his bad games Derek carr's playing okay but like not nothing crazy kyler murray's been out for extended portions of the times but like aaron Rodgers is i think a sure in for the set a shoe in for the second spot right now as a QB for the MVP race. I'm not saying he should maybe win it because there is a lot of football left to play, but I feel like if he does play consistent for the next couple of weeks for the rest of the season, they're probably going to give it to him. I just don't see him giving it to Jonathan Taylor, even though he might deserve it as a running back. No, like this is, this is why like, okay. So no quarterback is really, meant to win it this year right but then you look at the running back race jonathan taylor has 300 more yards than anybody that's playing right now like it's not even close he has a fourth or i don't know if that's math like a fourth or more yards than anyone else in the league but that's not even without that's not even including receiving yards exactly and he's 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 getting a decent amount of receiving yards like this guy is balling out. He needs to win it. Like I'm, I'm not gonna change my vote no matter what. He can get hurt, and I, I won't change it. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that though, because I do not want him to get hurt. But, yeah, but I mean, that's the other thing. Like, look, at, he's he's stayed healthy. Dalvin Cook's hurt. Christian McCaffrey's hurt. Alvin Kamara's not playing right now. Like, even just staying healthy as a running back, should no. that that should be a portion of it. He hasn't, he hasn't missed a game. 100%. And it's not that like he doesn't miss games. It's that like he not only doesn't miss any games, but he looks great coming to every game. He looks like fresh. He looks, he gets, he's, his carries are going up. They're not going down or staying even. They're, he's getting more carries, more, more uh, like, uh, I guess, receptions touches, as well. Yeah. yeah, touches. They're, they're abusing him and he, you know, he knows how to take it. I mean, he doesn't really get hit very hard but like he he does get hit quite a bit as a running back obviously and he he knows how to you know manage it he's doing really well i gotta ask who's who's second in rushing yards right now who's second well derrick henry. henry it's derrick henry, henry among active second. players it's it's joe mixon 
Joe Mixon, yeah. yeah. Joe Mixon, the fact I don't think Henry is still second is absolutely insane. I just wanted to point that out. Like, yeah, what? he hasn't played is. in how many games? Three or four? What? It's... He's missed, what is it, three now? Uh, four, I believe. Four? Okay. But that's, I, I want that's crazy. I want those stat out, though. I want those stat out, right? So, Derrick Henry, he averaged 4.3 yards a carry, right? I'm looking down the list. I can name about the whole league who <laughs> averages 4.3 yards a carry. Jonathan Terry is averaging 5.8. Nick Chubb's also averaging 5.8. Nick Chubb's playing really good football. He's slept on quite a bit. But I mean, he also only has played nine games. Instead. He's missed. Yeah, he's gotten hurt. He's, yeah, missed, I mean, he's missed a few games. That's important. If you want to be in the <laughs> running, is. you got to play every game. You don't see, you know, Tom Brady's in the running. You know why? Because he's playing every game. He's 40, what, four years old? I don't even know. Dude's yep, like ancient. 44. But yeah, <laughs> honestly, though, it's, it's, it's crazy. Jonathan well, Taylor's balling out, man. Another MVP conversation, another resounding answer that Jonathan Taylor is clearly the group pick from us here at fourth and very long we're going to take a quick break but when we come back we are talking nez who might finally get a hot take wrong how crazy would that be uh we're going to talk about the patriots and the bills coming up a whole lot more to come here on fourth and very long so stick around Back here, fourth and very long with our favorite segment. Oh, we have been waiting for Nez to maybe finally get something wrong on his hot takes. And while he officially hasn't gotten this one wrong, the Vikings immediately lose after Nez says they will only lose one more game the rest of the year. He treated the Niners as a pushover, and this is what he gets. Nez, what do you have to say for yourself? Uh, it, I was watching that game. I wasn't, I was watching it on like my phone. And I was like, damn, what am I doing? Did I really get this wrong? This is what I get wrong. The Niners, the 49ers are going to beat my Vikings. No, but yeah, I mean, I did say they're only going to lose one game. So maybe, maybe they'll win out and that would be even more crazy. I feel like, but um, yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I, I think we should definitely explore that. Like, we have, we, we have the time. Like, it would it would be our due diligence to explore. So, let's, like, let's look through the Vikings schedule here if we can. Let's see. Yeah. All right. So, they play the Lions you. this week. All right, I'll give you that. Like, we talked right, about. That's, that's a gimme. Then they got the Steelers and the Bears. Okay. All right. I'll give you those two as well. Then they got to play the Rams and they got to go to the Packers. Now, I don't think you can sit here and tell me they're going to beat your Rams. Let's hope that by week, what is this, week 16, the Rams mm. have figured out how to win again and how to be a playoff football team. I think they will. I think you think they will. So that's so. a loss. Then they got to go to the Packers the next week. Packers probably going to be fighting for home field advantage throughout, the number one overall seed in the NFC. They aren't winning that game. Nez, what were you thinking? No, don't don't hit me with this because one, the 49ers, I feel like you thought the 49ers were gonna lose too. Also, like low key, like low key, like gut feeling, gut feeling, you're like, yeah, they're probably gonna win that game. They're probably win that the game. The 49ers but, are uh, hot. The 49ers 
Hold the on. Vikings the 49ers are good. have won four in a row. Debo Samuel is a baller. He's been playing two positions. Come on. He is carrying the Niners, and the Niners are on a roll. Their defense is playing decent again. No, I don't even want to hear that. Don't, 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 don't throw me under the bus like that. I, I actually, Niners, probably one of my least favorite teams. One is because they're in the Rams uh, division also. And just because they're getting, I hate how they play football. I hate, it is so boring. So boring. I need to see some Wins football games. Yeah, I guess until they can go to the playoffs and then you just get smacked by the Chiefs. But anyways, okay. Know, so we'll get, see. Lions, get the Lions up next and the Steelers and the Bears. The Steelers suck. I'm saying that right now. I don't like them. I hate them. They're really bad. They're not good. Be- Big Ben, retire. You are the least mobile person I've ever seen in my life. Oh, my gosh. And then the Rams, I'm hoping they do play better. But, like, dude, what is going on there? Also, Packers at home. Okay, Packers are not going to lose that game. I'll, I'll give you that one, all right? The Packers at home, they're so good at home. It is crazy. And then the Bears, to finish it off, they're going to win that game. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this is – it was a bad hot take. It was it was a last-minute hot take. I didn't get – I didn't I didn't get enough stats, okay? This, that's what I'm blaming it on. But – Yeah, okay. All about the stats. You know, sometimes you have to – you talked about my gut feeling earlier, even though you were wrong to assume that I thought that the Vikings were going to beat the Niners because I didn't. <laughs> I thought the Niners were going to win. But maybe maybe you got to get away from the stats. You've been hyping up Kirk Cousins. Never. Literally no He's one else in the good. World. Yeah, I mean, yeah, his stats are good, but his team is five and six, and they're not going to make the playoffs. He can only win. He can only, he can only win at Sunday at 1 o'clock. If it is not Sunday at one o'clock, oh, it was eight. if he is not playing Sunday at one o'clock, it's a loss. Quit it. Quit it. It's bro. a loss. It it's is. Not. It's not. It is. That means they're going to lose to the Bears in a few weeks because they play them at. It's not. I, mean, I guess it does. I, think it's I, I guess it, Justin Fields will probably be healthy again. Yeah, I guess it does mean that. Justin Why shouldn't it? It's pretty trash. I like hey, You like stats. I like trends. But. With, with all that being said, th- this ought to be good. What, what do we have this week? Maybe you'll get back all on right. track. Or maybe you're trending downward and you'll get a second straight <laughs> wrong. I hope that's what happens. No, never will happen. But uh, speaking of trends, since you love them so much, the six in a row for the Patriots, my Super Bowl champions. That's my hot take. The, the Patriots are going to win the whoa, Super Bowl. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Can I win hot the takes? Super Bowl. This is a little this different. Not, this is a little different. This is not a redo. I'm not saying they're contenders. I'm saying they're going to win. And they're going to win the whole thing. I'm locking them in. You know why I'm saying this? Everyone's talking about their defense, which is the second best in the whole league. But their third their third and total points scored as well. They're balling out. And not only that, they're 5-0 and on the road. They know how to play away. And I know they might not have home field advantage all the time, but they're going to ball out. They're going to destroy everybody. They're playing the – I think they play the Bills soon. Okay, the Bills this, is this is, no. They got the Come Bills, and they got the Colts, they got the Bills, and then the Jags, Dolphins. And they're going to win every single one of those games. <laughs> the Bills are going to lose two to them. Yeah. Yep. I'm saying oh, it right now. Okay. All right. Okay. Are you done? Are you done? I'm not done. 
not not done actually. Okay. All right. Tell us some more stats. Tell us more stats as to why. This is not a stat right here. This is not a stat right here. This is history, right? The Patriots are going to make history. This is the year. Oh, Tom Brady replacement, Mac Jones. Mac Jones is goaded, goaded. Better, better rookie year than Tom, not rookie year, but like Tom, (laughs) he is balling. You know what? (laughs) He's balling. He's better than Tom Brady's first year by far. And I know you guys are like, oh, that was Tom Brady. Oh, no, oh, no. Who says Mac Jones can't be the next Tom Brady? Who said? Don't hold him to that standard. It doesn't matter. He's not gonna listen to me. And you're, and you're assuming Mac Jones is gonna have this massive glow up over he over the span of the rest. Of, he does. Tom Brady is way better today than he was. He's his, played like Tom Brady right now. Year. I'm not saying he's playing him like right now, but he doesn't need to glow up that much. He's if you he does. Take, if you take Tom the last Brady wasn't six games, going for five thousand yards his first year as a starter. Exactly. Not even close. Yeah, so he's gonna have to glow up. I'm saying a little bit, but like, listen, six. He has six hundred wins in a row, and you take those stats and you just keep playing them out. He is playing like any other quarterback in the league. Oh yeah, because that's balling. that's how win streaks win or work. And they won tra- six. They won six straight. Guy, you're a big I trend guy. guy. Yeah, they won six straight. So that means they're gonna win their next six. That's not how trends work. Well, that's you're, how my you're trying trend to works. use. You're trying to use my trends, and you don't know how to use trends. That's the problem. Maybe you should stick to stats. Maybe I shouldn't have suggested that. But all right, let's. For, for, all right, there's a lot I want to break down about this. Okay. I don't. Bryce loves Mac Jones. He'll he'll get his moment too. But first of all, five and zero against the road teams. Well, let's see who they played on the road. Okay, first at the Jets. Wow, that's really impressive. Then the Texans. They skated by in that one, twenty-five to twenty-two. I'm, I'm even more impressed now Then the chargers. Now that one. Okay. I'll give you that one. That, that one was impressive. 27, 24 <laughs> beating Justin Herbert. Then the Panthers and the Falcons. Nez, come on. Yeah. That's five and zero on the road, but come on. They're falling, bro. You use that Quit as it. your argument. All right. Listen here, buddy. Listen here. Jets. Aren't bad, okay? They're not that bad. Fifty-four to thirteen, demolishes them. Chargers at Chargers, twenty-seven twenty-four. Chargers have one of the best offenses in the league. They might have one of the worst defenses in the league, but their offense is good. Panthers, trash. Sorry, (laughs) Browns, awful. Sorry, but Falcons. Okay, listen. If you're an NFL team, you should not get shut out ever. You should. I agree. I mean, I agree. It's impressive to shut out a team. I'm just saying that don't don't treat five and on the road like oh they went on the road and beat the Packers at Lambeau in December. It was negative eighty degrees. Like no, it, they went and beat the Falcons on the road. Like come on, the Falcons are terrible. Okay. So listen, now we have at the Jets Bills at Colts. Yeah, at Bills I, at Colts, and then home against the Bills. Like this next three week stretch, this is going to test Mac Jones more than any three week stretch this this season. And when he has played other good quarterbacks, he doesn't win. He played the Bucks. He played Tom Brady. He lost. Fight the Cowboys. He played Dak Prescott. He lost. The best quarterback and, that Mac Jones has beaten is Justin Herbert, who's maybe like the ninth best quarterback in the NFL. All right. Well, we're gonna see Josh Allen, everybody's MVP favorite. Trash. Trash. He's Trash. I, mean, I agree. Trash, okay? he's, I not, agree. he's not that good, but um, he's he's okay. not trash. This he's better he's than Ryan trash. Tannehill. That's true. Better than Baker. He's better than okay. Sam Darnold. Give me this. Give me this. All right. If the if the Patriots beat the 
Bills, the Colts, and the Bills again. So if they go three and zero these next three games, I need you. I don't even know. I need you to make like a post on our Instagram, writing a complete book on why Mac Jones is just as good as Tom Brady. Can you do that for me? Can you do that for me? Yeah, no, I mean, honestly, like I was, I was actually, I was going to bring that up for you. Like I was going to say, all right, next three week stretch, brutal, right? Absolutely brutal, especially for a rookie quarterback, especially if your rookie quarterback isn't actually that good, whatever. That's beside the point. But if they are somehow able to go three and oh, in this three week stretch, I, I'm a believer. I'm a believer in this take. Okay, I'll be a believer. I will. I'll sing it from the you're mountaintops. Like, you're like Connor when want. it comes to the Chiefs. You're no, like Connor when it comes to the Chiefs. No, it's not like that. You want to know what it, why it's different? You want you want to know why it's different? <laughs> turn on turn on a football game when the Chiefs are playing and look at who's under center. Patrick Swaggy Mahomes. Gunslinger. Come on, man. Gunslinger. Yeah, Bryce every single time. Like. <laughs> Come on, don't compare Patrick Mahomes, who has won the AFC title the last, what, three straight years, two straight years, to Matt Jones, little baby goat. No, I don't want to hear it. That's blasphemous. The Patriots will not beat the Chiefs in in the playoffs if they get there. No, yeah, they will. They're going to strap up Patrick Mahomes, and he's going to – No, They're going to have, like, eight picks. They're going to have, like, eight picks. Okay, maybe not eight. Probably, like, two. But, dude, I'm telling you, man, the Patriots are Patriots. so good. I think no, I mean, like, are they a playoff team? Like, yeah, absolutely. Will they probably win a game in the playoffs? Yeah, absolutely. The AFC sucks, but they're not better than the Chiefs. They're not better than the Ravens on their best day. They're not better than mm. uh, the Colts on the Colts' best day. They're not better than the Bills on their best. Like, they're just out. not. They just aren't. They. Matt Jones the is the best team in football player. right now. Matt bro. Jones, no, oh. they're not the best. Oh. They are. Stop. They are the best team yeah. right now. Right now, they are the best team. And yeah. they're going to go out and blow out the Bills just like they blew out the Titans that were hot. They were Look, hot and I can't see. I, I can't see your face right now. I hope it's not straight because yeah. that, no, I hope that, no. Come on. Get out of here. Straighter than a rainbow, buddy. Look, all right. Fine. (laughs) Staying in the AFC because, my goodness, it's in shambles. We've been talking about it almost every week, it feels like, but they're just weird things keep happening, like the Patriots somehow having the second-best record. But it does beg the question to be, I guess, re-asked, who is the best team in the AFC? Like, I I guess we know. Yeah, I was about to say. But, Bryce, who's the best team in the AFC right now? Look, go on. If you see the Ravens, the I'm going to leave. No, no. Ravens are so inconsistent, but, like, also, they're weird. All right, look, if the Patriots beat the Bills, then then I might. But, look, I just think the Chiefs are the best team, and I think they pass the eye test more than the Patriots do because I trust Patrick Mahomes more than Mac Jones. I was, driving, I was driving home from work today. And those very words, I was, I was actually thinking about this because I was like, we're going to talk about this tonight. And I was like, who am I going to say? I got to make a, con- a convincing argument why the Chiefs are better than the Patriots. And then it hit me. I was like, oh, yeah, I watched the two of them play. And Patrick Mahomes is better than Matt Jones. The Chiefs offense is worlds ahead of the Patriots. And honestly, their Stop defense it. is catching up. No, it is. Their defense no, is catching it. up. 
Their so offense listen, is listen, way better. Tyreek Hill versus mm-hmm. Jacoby Myers. Travis listen, you Kelsey. can't do one Come on. Listen here, No, you bucko. can. You absolutely listen can. Listen here, buddy. That why are the Patriots scoring 55 more points than the great Kansas City Chiefs? They're, they're – okay, listen. Just because you don't have any stars doesn't mean – that they're not just better overall. You said it yourself, chemistry. Chemistry is a big thing. Yeah, does Kansas City have good chemistry? But the Patriots, that's all they have. That's how they were when Brady was there as well. They didn't have any superstars. They had Brady, but they didn't have any crazy great wide receivers most of the time, most of the time. But, guys, it is the Patriots. Stop lying to yourself. I know you don't like my hot takes. Just agree with me because you know I'm right. I, I, I just can't. Look, if the Chiefs play, if the Chiefs play the Patriots, the Patriots are going to have to take risks to beat Patrick Mahomes, and Mac Jones hasn't had to take any risks this year. Why is they lost? Why you remember how many interceptions this? he had for like seven games to rookie quarterbacks? I remember that. Look, there's just no. He was no better than any of the other rookie quarterbacks. I mean, I guess I guess he had more touchdowns than interceptions, which I mean, yeah, compared to the other rookie quarterbacks i mean yeah i guess that's better but that's just like that's just being less bad and like we were talking about it before before the show like like i i, I told you like yeah matt jones okay yeah he he, he looked good he, he played well against the titans like okay like they won 36 to 13 but let i mean let's not ignore the fact that the titans literally have no remaining offensive players outside of ryan Tannehill. but like it's just he's playing better, but it, it, I don't think it's gonna matter. Like I, they're not better than the Chiefs. Who have they beaten? Okay, who have they even played? They're streaky. They've, they've played the Bucks, the Cowboys, lost both of those, and then they beat the Titans without AJ Brown, without Derrick Henry, and without Julio Jones. Okay. Then, Big deal. Okay, the Titans. The Titans have also have beat some great teams without those people as well. No, okay, like, they've at least had AJ Brown, and they've often been saved by their defense. Yes, but like, doesn't matter. Then they put up thirty six points against their defense. Like I just, they did. I mean, yeah, they did. You're absolutely right. Like I. What did I just say? The Patriots are a playoff team. They're just not better than the Chiefs, and they're certainly not going to win the Super Bowl. You know, there is still a chance that the Chiefs don't make the playoffs. I know that it's most likely going to happen. Well, let's say they, they don't win. Let's see who they play. Let's take a, take a quick look. They play the Broncos. They play the Raiders. They play the Chargers. They play the Steelers. They play the Bengals, and then the Broncos again. Every single team has a winning record there, I believe, except for the Steelers. They're 5-5. Five and five. But, guys, these aren't all locks. Like, there's a chance that the Chiefs might lose more games than they win, and they could possibly miss the playoffs. Okay, but let's look at the Chiefs' current streak. All right, they've already – the last three, the Packers, Raiders, and Cowboys, by the way, beating the Raiders in especially convincing fashion, and then holding the Cowboys, who many regard to have one of the best offenses in the NFL, to nine points. Yeah, that's fair. They're peaking at the right time. And so are the Patriots. Like, I'll give you that. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want you to think I'm saying like the Patriots are bad. I just think you're, I think you're taking it too far. And you're not All the right. only one. Like, you're not the only one. I turn on any sports talk show 
and they're talking about it too. And there's one guy at least who's like, oh, the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl. And it's like, well, probably not. But, I mean, I guess I can see where you're coming from. I can, I can see where the enthusiasm is. They're eight and four. They were terrible last year. It's not going to matter long term. The Chiefs are, right. Chiefs are on the rise. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch the, like the topic a little bit. Not really, but a lot of teams have been – not teams, but people have been sleeping on the Bengals. You know, they are a very weird team. They have so much talent, and their defense can be the best in the league or the worst in the league. It depends on the day. But I feel like if they start clicking right now, they're 7-4, and four, so it's not like they're in a bad spot. But if they start clicking, they could they could make a run, and it could be dangerous. I, I wouldn't count them, up, count them up just yet. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a case of – best days versus bad days for them though like you said i mean they're like they're streaky i mean you look through they win one they lose one they win two they lose one like it's really back and forth and the results like if you're if you're just going through the results it doesn't really seem like they could be the same team it's like oh they lost all right this team lost to the bears 20 to 17 then they beat the jaguars 24 to 21 then barely lost to the Packers, blew out the Ravens, followed by a loss to the Jets, and then most recently blew out the Steelers. Also, they got blown out by the Browns with no Odell Beckham Jr. and a hurt Baker Mayfield. That was only three weeks ago. Yeah. So, I mean, looking at the rest of the year for them, they have a tough road. They could absolutely make the playoffs because I think that they'll definitely win a few of those games. Maybe not the ones that you think that they will, but I mean, I, I agree. Like, if not this year, like the future is bright for Cincinnati. Bryce, you got anything to add on this, man? Who, who you got uh, in the AFC, bro? I mean, I just like, I agree with everything he said. I mean, their schedule is like the, they are so streaky. Schedule, you see them winning like every game they have left, or I could see them losing every single game they have left. So it's hard. It really depends on how they like come together these last few weeks. They have looked really good the past two weeks. They absolutely demolished the Steelers. I mean, that was that was a show on turf. I mean, goodness, they 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 blew them out. And but I feel like I mean, compared to like the rest of the teams, I feel like they have the better chances to make the playoffs just because they can come together at the right time. But yeah. All right, well, a lot still to be sorted out in the AFC, NFL, NFC. Who knows what's going to happen? We definitely don't. But we're going to take one more quick break. When we come back, Connor Sutton shown. So I guess we're going to just have more time to talk about another great uh, edition of the Power Rankings. We'll do a few game picks, and then we'll go. We'll get ready for another weekend of football. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back with our third and final segment. Third and final segment here, back, fourth and very long. We regret to inform you, Connor has still not shown himself. For those of you still even caring whether or not he's going to show up, he is not. So I've been told Nez and Bryce have prepared a couple of locks, maybe even some upsets for us, just so we can continue the segment. Connor, wherever you are, buddy, 
We hope that you can finally join us again next year. Maybe he just doesn't understand Zoom. Who knows? Maybe, maybe he needs the Chiefs to lose again. We'll find out next week. But kicking into this third and final segment, let's talk some power rankings. Bringing back the outside looking in teams that are on the verge i can finally confidently say that i do think that these teams are like actually good competent football teams that is going to be the Bengals, niners raiders and the colts four teams that have legitimate uh, playoff aspirations Naz, i'm sorry that the vikings didn't make the cut maybe they're in that next tier who knows but those four teams are sitting right on the outside chargers really close as well so into the top 10 Number 10, like we were just talking about, they should probably be number one, but they sit at number 10, the LA Rams. Congrats, Odell Beckham Jr. You actually caught a touchdown this week. Super proud of you. Let's move into number nine, the Tennessee Titans. It got so bad for them on offense, they had to try to bring in Adrian Peterson. Inexplicably have won a few games in Derrick Henry's absence, but now AJ Brown's hurt, Julio Jones is hurt. Things look a little grim for the Titans, but they are at nine, eight and four record for them. Number eight on a downward spiral, as we talked about earlier, have lost three of their last four. They're finally getting a little, excuse me, finally getting a little healthier, but I mean, come on guys, the Washington football team's catching them. That is the Dallas Cowboys. They are not in that upper echelon here at the moment. At number seven, moved up a little bit after a solid thumping of the New Orleans Saints. The Josh Allen-led Bills that have been hot and cold all year. They sit in seven, obviously a high ceiling for them and a huge one for them against the Patriots this weekend. We'll hopefully be able to, to find out a little bit more about what they are made of. At number six, no Ronnie Stanley, no running backs, but Justin Tucker is killing it. Lamar Magic, it's the Ravens. Lamar, please stop digging yourself into holes against teams like the Browns. But if you can stop doing that, you're absolutely a competent team and very close to being top five, best record in the AFC there. At number five, it's the Patriots. I can't deny it, Nez, I know. I don't wanna say it. I don't want to rank them in the top five. I don't wanna make that graphic, but I'm gonna do all that because they are deserving of it. Matt Jones played a really good game this week and a blowout win over the Titans. They are playing their best football right now, peaking at the right time, and this might be Bill Belichick's best coaching job yet. Number four, Kansas City Chiefs. They continue on the rise, they entered the top five a week ago. They move up through their bye week, thanks to teams losing ahead of them. They're, they're the most talented roster in the AFC. The defense is catching up. And once the offense gets it clicking on a consistent basis, it might be over for the rest of the league. At number three, best record in football, but still no Kyler Murray. He is back to practice this week and may return to action. We will see. But at the moment, uh, the Cardinals sit at nine and two and in the third spot. Number two, he has dealt with the question of immunization. He showed his broken toe to the world but Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks in football. The Packers are playing some of the best football of anybody in the NFL. Defense has been one of the most surprising uh, aspects of this season. It's been great despite injuries. The Packers look absolutely phenomenal. They are hot. Aaron Rodgers is catching up to Tom Brady in the MVP conversation. They're at number two. And finally, still at number one, the first repeat number one team since we began the podcast. It is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
they got a huge win over the Colts this weekend. They were able to weather the Jonathan Taylor storm just a little bit. Didn't hold him under 20 fantasy points. The Bucks are eight and three. They look like playoff contenders. Hopefully Antonio Brown can sort out the whole fake COVID vaccination card because they're going to need him in the playoffs. But at the moment, they sit at number one. So there you go, guys. I don't know. I don't really see how you guys can pick this one apart. I think that's I think that's two good lists in a row. I mean, come on, we broke the curse a week ago. All right, uh, breaking it down. Let's see, let's see. Do I like? I like. I like this. You know, the 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 power rankings. The the, the curse. The curse has been broken. Let's go. Let's go. But. They have a tough game this week. I'm totally joking. They're playing the Falcons, and they're trash. So, you know what? I think they're going to stay at number one once again. Graham, I like your rankings. You know, you have the Rams, you know, a little love for my likings. I think the, the Rams are better than the Bills, but, you know, we don't have to talk about that. Um, but, you know what? I'll give you this one. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I also like it as well i just want to note when i look at this power rankings i look at the teams on the power rankings i'm not disagreeing with what you have i just look at like everybody outside the top five and i just see flaws with like every team outside the top five which is crazy because i feel like in the nfl there's usually a lot of top heavy teams that like like are legit but this year they're really there's only five and the patriots are kind of coming to their own but it's kind of crazy that the well i mean you have a lot of teams underperforming, so it kind of makes sense, but still kind of crazy. Well, yeah, I mean, the Ravens could be like a really solid team, and they do have the best record in the AFC. But the Bills have a great roster. The Rams have a great roster. The Titans, if they were healthy, like these teams, the Cowboys, like these teams should all be much better than they are now. I mean, like even looking at the Niners, like on the outside looking in, but they have been, I mean, what, they're on a four-game win streak now as well. So this is – a pretty similar roster to theirs that went to the Super Bowl two years ago. So I, I do think, I think the gap is closing. I still think even like getting narrower on what you just said, like I still think there's a top three teams in football. Like I think the Bucks, Cardinals and Packers have separated themselves even from everybody else at the moment. But I think all the gaps are shrinking a little bit. Like if I were to break this into tiers, I'd give you those top three. Then I'd give you the Chiefs and the Patriots. And then I'd probably give you everybody else in the top 10. Like, I don't think there's that much separation between the Ravens at six and the Rams at 10. A lot of what breaks them apart is record and recency. Like, what have you done for me lately? Rams, not much. Titans, you just got blown out. Cowboys, lost three out of the last four. So uh, the rankings will change a lot, I think. Teams, teams are playing a lot better in most cases now than they have been, but there are a few that – are certainly not peaking. A lot of the ones that are peaking, I feel like, aren't in the top 10 right now. So we'll have to see as the weeks progress. Yeah, I want to make this like comparison. I know this is really random off topic a little bit, but we're, we're talking about the Ravens. And honestly, I feel like the Ravens are like a similar team to like the Vikings in a way that like, they when they win, it's by close games and they lose really bad games. And the Vikings are like the opposite. The Vikings, they lose really close games and then they win like bad games, I guess you could say, or good games. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like 
all you got to do is win the close ones and they'd be like a similar team. But obviously if you're not doing that, you don't deserve to be in the power rankings. And I can't really disagree with you there. Sadly, as much as I like the Vikings and how much talent they have on that team, it's really bad to see. But uh, you know what? I like I like your power rankings, though. I um, am not impressed with the Ravens at all, though, with that win barely against the Browns, who are struggling. But, I'm the best you know, in the AFC. It's true. I mean, you can't you can't deny that. So I, I, I understand mean, why they're there. The fact that they have the best record in the AFC, but their rank is the third best team in the AFC, I feel like should be pretty telling for them. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I mean, with your comparison, like, excuse me, I feel like they're, they reminded me a lot of the 2015 Panthers, who that was, you know, Cam's MVP year, Super Bowl run. Every game was close, every single one, and it finally caught up to them in the playoffs. Finally caught up to them. They were not able to win at all. I think something similar will happen with the Ravens moving forward, but – and there you go, guys. I, I'm sorry. You know, I, the power rankings are just they're starting to get good. I mean, I'm, <clears throat> excuse me. I've gotten some help from the league. Like the teams are playing a little better. It's becoming a little easier to discern who's good and who's not. I think, but you know, I, the curse has been lifted. I think this means good things. Nez got Nez got a hot take wrong, most likely. A number one team in the power ranking one. I, guys, I think the tables are turning here. I mean, I, you know what I think it is, is that the mid tier teams are so 50 50, right? And then the top five teams are actually now playing like top five teams. And, I, and you've said this before, like they're, they're, they're like a new level basically. And as long as this keeps happening, like, the bottom five will always be like being mixed around like the bottom five as in like your top 10 and the top five will be pretty stable i'd say and looking at your top five like patriots chiefs cardinals packers bucks like that's that's been the most consistent teams all year well i guess in the past like four five weeks and yeah i mean i I, it's hard to disagree with you here i mean the NFL is pretty bad this year, or maybe just really good. I, I don't know. It's been it's been interesting to watch, to say the least. Well, we are starting to run out of time here, but real quick before we go, we are going to run through the game picks as always. Let's keep it fast. Let's keep it fun. Jumping right into it, pivotal AFC wild card matchup: Chargers, Bengals, Nez. Uh, I like the Bengals here. The Chargers are so inconsistent. I mean, so are the Bengals, but I think the Bengals are the better team overall. Yeah, I'm also going to go with the Bengals here. It's kind of a toss-up game because both teams are kind of inconsistent and both can be pretty hot at the same time, but I'm going to go with the Bengals in this one. All right. Certainly should be fun one to watch, especially offensively. But moving on, Ravens-Steelers AFC North matchup here. Feels like it might be the Steelers' last leg, but what do we think, guys? Um, I got to go with the Ravens. I think the Steelers are really bad, personally. But the Ravens, it's going to be a close game because it's the Ravens. Yeah, I'm going to agree. I think the Steelers should start tanking it in, honestly, for the draft. I'm going to go with the Ravens in this one. All right, we touched on the AFC West being tightly contested earlier. Huge matchup to uh, get some clarity there, possibly see the Chiefs uh, pull away a little bit. Chiefs-Broncos. 
obviously the Chiefs here, the Broncos defense is all they got. And, and honestly, I don't think they can stop Patrick Mahomes and all the talent they have on that offense. Yeah, the Broncos defense has been playing well, but I'm going to go with the Chiefs in this one. I think they're going to ride their momentum and keep it going forward. All right, and finally, the big one this week on a Monday Night Football, jumping out to the AFC East. Patriots taking on the Bills. Feels like a huge game. Big implications. Nez, who you got? Obviously, I got the Patriots here. I think this is going to be the biggest game the Patriots play all year. They need to win this game to show that they're a legit contender. And if they if they win, you guys you guys got to admit they're they're going to be Super Bowl contenders. They're balling out. This is this is a great game. Yeah, I mean the Patriots seem to have all the momentum going into this one. The Bills look shaky recently. They got to pick up their game if they want a chance to win this one. I'm gonna take the Patriots as well. Certainly, that will be the one to keep our eyes out for coming at you Monday night on ESPN. You can listen with Peyton and Eli, you know, if you don't really want to watch the game. But certainly, we should have a whole lot to talk about. We'll be breaking down that one and more for sure when we come back. Should be back with you on Thursday next week. We can't wait for it. That's going to do it for us today. Hope you all have a great weekend and week, and we'll see you next time.